on August 21st, 2015, three years ago today, a tragedy was prevented by three vacationing Americans who were also assisted by a British passenger on the 1517 train to Paris. Clint Eastwood made a movie about this incident called the 1517 to Paris, and he actually used the three actual heroes portraying themselves in the movie. And the movie took some hits because of this, because they definitely were not accomplished actors. And you can tell watching the movie. However, the lessons learned from that movie go beyond what the entertainment value of their acting expertise might have portrayed. I saw the movie in the theater, and I even wrote an appendix for the book, Survive a Shooting, based on lessons from the movie. And now with the anniversary today, I watched the movie this last weekend with my wife on DVD. You know, the movie portrays the real-life story of Spencer Stone, Alex Scarlatos, and Anthony Sadler. And essentially, they were three normal guys, just like any of us. But they happened to be on that train that day when a terrorist armed with a rifle, a handgun, and at least 300 or more rounds of ammunition decided to kill a bunch of innocent people. And because of these three, he was not able to succeed and no one died. One individual was shot, others were wounded, including Spencer Stone, but no one died. So a major tragedy was prevented. And it was basically prevented because they did something. And that's why I love the quote by Anthony Sadler. You can see at the end of the movie, he said, In a moment of crisis, I would like people to understand that you have to do something. And that's what I preach in my book, Survive a Shooting. I preach it in the Survive a Shooting courses and in all of my self-defense and safety lectures and teachings. We have to do something. We have to be in control and take responsibility for our own personal safety and that of our loved ones and those that we care for. Now, a couple things in the movie that I think really stood out that give good lessons when we're talking about an active threat or an active shooter. One, there is a scene in the film when Spencer Stone, he's in a class at a military base, and an active shooter alert is sounded. The instructor tells them to put a desk in front of the chair and then for everyone else to get under the tables and desks. You know, when this happened in the movie theater, I wanted to scream at the screen and just like, no, that is not what you want to do. Anyone that's read my book or takes my courses or listening now, this is what I always preach. You do not want to hide and hope. That's not a plan for survival. People that have been hiding under desks have died. There are better strategies that increase the odds of you surviving. Hiding under a desk, hoping someone else will save you, is not the ideal way to survive a situation like this. Now, Stone, he doesn't get under the desk. He disobeys the instructor's orders. He grabs a pen because that's all he has available and he stacks beside the door. The exact same thing I teach in my book and courses because it is at the doorway. 
if the shooter were to breach the barricade, that is where you have the best opportunity to attack back and potentially stop that shooter from killing anyone else. If you're across the room or under a desk and the shooter comes in, there's nothing you can do. If you are at the door and he comes in, you can attack back. And there are different things you can do, and I teach in the courses how to disarm a person, how to spray him in the face with a fire extinguisher and smash him in the skull. Or as Spencer Stone in the movie, he was going to take that pin and just do whatever he could to stop that person. You know, and when the instructor asked him when it was all over and it turned out to be a false alarm, asked him what he was doing, you know, his comment was, well, I didn't want my family to hear that I just died hiding under a desk. And that's the kind of attitude that we need to have. We're not going to die hiding under a desk. When a situation like that arises and we have no other options, we are going to attack back and we're going to be the survivors. We're going to stop that person from killing us and others. So that I thought was a good lesson and I really liked that scene of what he did and I hated what his instructor was telling the others to do. And I wish a few others would have stacked at the doorway and been ready to help him because that would have given them even more chances of succeeding if that barricade would have been breached. The other lesson, the second lesson from this movie that is so important and that I am always preaching and teaching and posting about is that people, even unarmed people, can and have stopped active killers. I get so tired of people posting on social media that the only way to stop a killer with a gun is with a good guy with a gun. Or the only way to stop an active shooter is with a gun yourself. It's not true. The four men in this movie, the three Americans and the British passenger, they proved that that's not the case. Because none of them were armed. They did stop this killer. They did save lives. And there's many more incidences like that where unarmed people have stopped those killers from killing others. Yes, if you have a firearm, that is a way to attack back. And if I had to go against a person with a firearm, I would prefer to have a firearm myself. I'm not against having a firearm for personal protection, but I'm against telling people that it's the only way and telling people that if you don't have a firearm, you have to resort to being a helpless victim because that is not the truth. You don't have to resort to be a helpless victim. You can grab an improvised weapon. I, know I just mentioned fire extinguishers, the ballpoint pen that the person in the movie grabbed. Grab anything you can as an improvised weapon. And if you have nothing else, you have your hands, your elbows, your headbutts, your knees, your feet. Anything you can use to protect yourself and attack back to stop these people that are trying to do harm to you or others. And that, I think, is the biggest and most important lesson that we can get from this movie. That unarmed people can and have stopped violence. You don't have to be a helpless victim. And it, it just shows that regular people deciding to act, their actions can save lives. 
They also kept that wounded man alive until the medical professionals got there to take over. And that's why I also teach it's important to know how to use tourniquets and stop the bleeding. And I advocate the stop the bleed programs that are going on around the country. Important life-saving skill. And just think, it could be your own or a loved one's life that you save. Not necessarily a stranger like he saved in the movie. I applaud Clint Eastwood for what he did. Making this movie with the actual heroes that were on that train that day. While it might not be the most entertaining movie, it might not be fun movie, it is a good movie and it teaches some important lessons. And I want to end with that quote by Anthony Sadler one more time. In a moment of crisis, I would like people to understand that you have to do something. And if you'd like more information on what you could do during an active threat, be sure to get my book, Survive a Shooting. It's being called the best book on the topic. And people are using it for classes or using it for information. You can go to SurviveAShooting.com. You can find it on Amazon if you like the Kindle. But just look up Survive a Shooting. Strategies to Survive Active Shooters and Terrorist Attacks by Alan Burris. Best book on the topic. And if you want more than just the book, go to SurviveAShooting.com and contact me about how I can help you and your organization better prepare for workplace violence and active threats. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time. Until then, enjoy life safely.